Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Welcome to the Fantasy Football Fiend Podcast with your host Zay, Young Vander, and Bro Joe. Yo, what's poppin' Fantasy Football Fiend family? We are back, the best new fantasy football podcast on the air, the Fantasy Football Fiend Podcast, presented to you by Manscaped. I'm your host, Zay. As always, I have my guys with me. Holla at the people, Bro Joe. What's going on, Fantasy Fiend family? And my main man, Young Vander. Holla at the people, Young Vander. Fantasy Fiends, what's going on out there? We have a money-making show in store for you today. Why do I say money making? Because we're talking about what's most likely to happen this coming weekend. So as far as DFS is concerned, as far as Start Sit is concerned, help you with making the decisions that kind of haunt us after the weekend is over if we didn't make the right. We're going to make sure you don't have to worry about that. If you're looking for us on your social media sites, Instagram, Fantasy Football Fiend, on Twitter at Fantasy underscore Fiend. And if you need to get us any information as far as promos, advertising, things of that nature, Fantasy Football Fiend at gmail.com. Let's go ahead and hop right into our news. And now your fantasy news. We have real football, and with real football comes real injuries. So let's go over a little bit of what has taken place over the last week. First up, DeAndre Swift. He missed Wednesday's practice with an ankle injury. You know, DeAndre isn't stranger to injury. They didn't give any indication whether or not he should, you know, miss any time. It doesn't seem that serious, possibly. But those ankles can be tricky. When he had the third highest amount of rushing yards, if I'm not mistaken. A lot of people are dependent on DeAndre Swift. Is this just, just a happenstance, or is this something that we need to monitor closely and kind of figure out whether or not we even want to be comfortable with him on Sunday. Nah, he should be fine. Um, I seen a report came out said he will be playing this week. Um, I think it's just maintenance. You're starting to see around the league now a lot of veteran players and star players, of course, are not practicing on Wednesdays. So I wouldn't really be concerned about a Wednesday practice. Now, a Friday practice, you may want to raise your antennas, but for Wednesday, I think he'd be fine. And this show is going to be airing on Friday, so make sure you take note. You do a little bit of research for yourself and see what ended up happening for Friday's practice. Keenan Allen, he is out for Thursday's game against the Chiefs with a hamstring injury. We don't know if this is going to be a multiple week injury or not. They said that it seems as if he avoided any major injury, but as far as hamstrings are concerned, hamstrings and groins can be pretty tricky. What's the outlook on that one, Joe? Especially having a Thursday night game and having 10 days to recover falls in line with playing the follow-up game the next week. I don't think it to be uh, as serious and like they said, like he kind of, because it's such a short week as far as football, I'd rather rule him out, give him 10 extra days, and he'll be ready to go for the next matchup. Wondell Robinson is having a knee issue. He didn't practice on Wednesday. We still don't have any details on his injury, but ESPN's Jordan Raynan reports that Robinson had a brace on his right knee. Is this much to do about nothing or something that we need to keep our ear to the ground on? Uh, if you're a Wondell Robinson owner, this is definitely something you want to keep your eyes on. I think this is a, le- a legit injury. On Wednesday, he was working on the side a little bit with the trainer. He did have that brace, but he wasn't doing any running. So it's reported hasn't been doing any running, but he was working with a train on the side. So I definitely would monitor this injury for sure. This just seems a little more serious. T. Higgins suffered a concussion. He's practicing on a limited basis on Wednesday. That means he's made some progress in the protocol. So things are looking up as far as Sunday's game versus the Cowboys is concerned. But there is nothing guaranteed uh, based on the fact that as far as concussion protocol is concerned, this isn't a personal decision or a coach's decision. It's the independent neurologist's decision whether or not he has cleared all the protocols that are in place. Make sure you keep your eye on that. Also, we have Alec Pierce. Same thing. Concussion symptoms ended up taking place with him after Sunday 
Sunday's game. And um, so he's in protocol. They really aren't giving an update on him just yet. So I don't know that he's progressing through the protocol the way that Higgins is current. We have Michael Gallup with the knee injury. It looks like he's taking practice reps again now on Wednesday's practice. And this is for the first time since last January's ACL tear. So it's unclear if Gallup is going to be able to go against the Bengals this weekend, but he isn't too far away. Is this a guy that we run and go get right now and kind of keep in that IR spot based upon necessity? It looks like he is going to be a key cog whenever he does come back because he's really the only outside wide receiver right now. Right now, I think he still has that tag on him if he's in your league. If he has a questionable tag, I mean, if he's already on your roster, I guess I would keep him. It's something to, I'm not sure if he would play this week, but moving forward, he definitely is a piece that I would want to hold on to, especially with the deck thing going on. Uh, we've seen how that team looks with just uh, CD Lamb as the pretty much the only target at receiver. So I think Gallup will definitely be a piece that I would want to go out and get or hold or slate in my IR spot if you can do that. Kenneth Walker, who had a hernia, he's going to be playing this weekend against 49ers. The Seattle Seahawks are going up against the 49ers. What's your outlook for Walker, Joe? I don't think he has any limitations as far as physically, but you definitely want to ease him back in into you know his role on the team. I think, honestly, having Homer and having Sharp Penny played, it's just a wait and see. I think he's going to play a, a fair amount, but to think he's going to get a, a full workload, I don't think that's going to happen his first week back. Najee Harris had a foot injury, and it was said on Tuesday during his radio appearance that he's going to play versus the Patriots this week. We heard it directly from the horse's mouth. He's going to be out there. Whether or not there'll be any limitations or snap counts, but we do know from his own mouth, he is going to play this week. Fournette actually has a hamstring injury that you might want to stay abreast of. Right now, they're saying if he can't go this week, then the rookie Rashard White is going to be the one to get the bulk of the carries. So Rashard White may be someone that you want to keep your eye on. Definitely go ahead and grab him. And lastly, we have Marlon Mack, who has been picked up by the San Francisco 49ers. So we know Elijah Mitchell has that knee injury. He's going to be out for a couple months. They went ahead and picked up another guy. For my money, he may be the best guy currently on the team. As far as Joe Wilson, I mean, I, do we think Marlon Mack may be someone that we want to stash? He may actually get run even without an injury to Wilson. So what do we have on that one, Vander? Real quick, Najee Harris, I will sell him right now. If you're a Najee Harris owner. <laughs> Marlon Mack, interesting. Go a little bit further into that of why, of why you would go ahead and sell I, Najee I would, I would go ahead and sell Najee high if you can, being that this this Liz Frank thing, the guy just doesn't look good. His last couple islands, whether it was the regular season game last week and then the preseason game from before, like he just doesn't look well. And Liz Frank injuries are things that can linger on throughout the season. And you probably you probably spent a pretty penny on him in your league. So if I can go ahead and, and, and come up on one of these guys, uh, maybe a Steeler fan or something in your league, I will go ahead and sell him now for a, a, another running back. And take into account with Najee Harris as well, the fact that news is current and the news is out there for anyone to see that he's indicated that he's going to play this week. So if he gets hurt again this week, you're not going to be able to trade him next week. Now would be the time if you're going to go that direction. Now, we are talking about redraft. I wouldn't take yeah, for that sure. direction if we're talking about that. Definitely redraft. As far as Marlon Mack, man, I think this is definitely something I have my eye on. I can see this guy very well being activated right away from practice squad. Right off the top, I think he leapfrogs the two rookies and he jumped right to the number two guy. Uh, Shanahan already came out and said they're going to ride the hot hand. So with Jeff Wilson not being no premier running back, he's just more of a, you know, a change of pace. You know, he does catch the ball pretty well, but I can very well see Mac jumping to the front of that line very, very easily for this team. So I have my eye on him. I'm in a shorter roster league, so I can't really pick him up in a redraft, but I definitely think if you were a Elijah Mitchell owner, and if you do have Jeff Wilson, you definitely need to be uh, watching Marlon Mack news. I, I like him because I mean, right, we so only we only week one. Absolutely. Real quick, you guys, name a couple of guys that you would rather have a Marlon Mack than. I would say definitely some of the rookies like the, the Allegiers, the Zamir Whites. He definitely is already over those type of guys. It, it, it just really depends on if he get that start. I mean, it's kind of like you got to wait and see, make sure. But I'm pretty sure if Marlon Mack get an opportunity to get in this time, because they was looking at Marlon Mack last year. So now they finally got him. If he got right. an opportunity to jump in that starter role, man, this can be big. I don't even I, think he has to be the starter just because they use multiple backs. The only thing he has well, to do is show up in his role. Right. But if he get the opportunity to get that burn, a start, he can take the, he, he can run away with the job, basically, is what I'm saying. Because Wilson so, is going to get hurt. This dude gets hurt all the time. Real. So if I had to put it in a, as far as a, 
a tier so you know the listeners can get it more of an idea man i like him better than maybe ramondre stevenson he's along with your madisons and your you know your your other high level backups uh the tony pollard's okay um, you know melvin gordon put him in that class if he can get in his his get in there but if he can get in there and they come out say nah he's our starter now he can move up to rb2 yeah for sure minimally honestly minimally for sure if you're the starter of the 49ers and they give you that run yeah for sure I'll be comfortable put him up, put him up in the you know Rashard Penny, David Montgomery, those kind of. I'll put him up in that area then at that point. With that being said, it pretty much wraps up the news. Let's go ahead and jump into Rapid Fire Ten. And now Rapid Fire Ten. Ten quick questions, ten quick answers. All right, all right, here we go, man. This is Rapid Fire Ten. Ten quick questions. People want to know who do they start for the week. Let's get right into it. Tight end position: Evan Ingram. Uh, O.J. Howard. <laughs> um, if Evan Ingram isn't hurt for this week, I'm gonna go with Evan Ingram. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I want Ingram as well. Um, I just think it's a better matchup. I want to see a little bit more how Houston's situation shakes out between Pharaoh, Jordan, and O.J. before I kind of go definitively with O.J. full time. All right, yeah, both teams gave up two touchdowns to the tight end last week. The Broncos, which who Houston's playing, gave up a more yardage, but they both gave up two scores. I also, think the Broncos are going to come out with their hair on fire this week. They can't even let this be a game. <laughs> this one is also a tight end. Should I play Taysom Hill or should I play Robert Tunyon? Honestly, I like this one. This is a pretty tough one. I would rather be safer than sorry. I'd rather go Tunyon in this uh, case, even though he played quite a quite a bit as far as Taysom. I just feel like they, they should have kept going with that momentum of that Wildcat. They kind of deviated from that until the second half Winston got going. Without that, I don't see him being on the field as much. Packers have to do something. And I think after the playing deplorable and just having a, a horrible game, I think they'll get back. And and if they do, they don't have anybody else to throw to but someone like Tony. They want to know, should I play Jarvis Landry, who has the Bucks this week? A Hunter Renfro against the Cardinals. I think it's a return to what we should expect from the Buccaneers. I want to go Jarvis. Hunter Renfro, I, I don't know, man. With the, with the mouths being what they are, it's not to say I'm off him, but Jarvis to me just he just moves the change and they're gonna to look to move him at first down. I just like how they, they use him just slightly a bit more after week one. We have DK Metcalf or CD Lamb. <laughs> Damn, this uh that's deep. I don't even I'm um wow. <laughs> Shit, you can't even you know, I'm gonna stick to what I think. I th- I'm gonna go with DK. I think honestly. Even though they they secondary played a little sus and, and allowed Gino to do a little bit of work, I think this is a get right opportunity going against uh, the 49ers. I don't see many people as far as DBs that that can cover him. I just think it's a slightly easier matchup. But also, we don't know what the fuck CD going to do against Cincinnati. So I'm gonna just go with DK. All right, and now we're moving on to a few running back questions here. Uh, this guy want to know should he play Jeff Wilson? Or should he play James Robinson? Give me that James Robinson, man. I think I think honestly he he bad. I, you know, it's, it's full strength from now. Everything even everything leading to the training camp has always been that he's gonna have a full workload once he returned and he showed up. Should they go with Khalil Herbert or Dontrell Hilliard? Honestly, I'm gonna go Hilliard with Herbert. I just want to see the opportunities a little bit more. I think their offense is a little bit anemic. I mean, that should change going against the Packers because for whatever reason, the Packers can't fucking cover nobody. I honestly like Hilliard's upside. Just seeing, like you said, him catch the ball and just see how he's utilized. He's the perfect handcuff that we've seen, I think, in Henry's career. So I think that bodes well for him. Can we have Daryl Henderson or A.J. Dillon? Yeah, Green, Green Bay has Chicago this week. I'm going to deviate a little bit. I was going to honestly say Henderson, but I like A.J. Dillon. I think we know what to expect from him. And honestly, he carried the ball and ran the ball a fair amount more than uh, than Aaron Jones. I think this year he can act. I mean, not this year, but this week he can actually punch it in. I think he has that touchdown value. Like you said, with Acres uh, situation being what it is, I think it's more. You know, how will he respond? I think that's the thing that can vary week to week. This might be a week where he gets a few more carries, but I do think it's Henderson's backfield. But I just like the floor of Dylan, and I just think he just punches it in uh, this week. Yeah, I want to say AJ Dillon led uh, the Packers in like all the statistical yep. categories. I think uh, yards, rushing, receiving, and catches, if I'm not mistaken. So pretty interesting. He's already seemed like he's already the one. 
as far as uh, either him and Aaron Jones. Uh, two questions left. They're both quarterback questions. This guy I want to know, should he play Aaron Rodgers or Matt Ryan? I would thought that would be a question. But Believe it or not, I think it might be a closer game with the Colts and um, Jaguars. Jaguars put up a considerable amount of points last week, and I think it's going to be a nice little shootout, so to speak. And I think given uh, Matt Ryan even more opportunities, he, he seems to have great rapport with all his receivers from uh, Alec Pierce down to even still Paris uh, Campbell. I think that just continues to go on. It's going to be a tough divisional game. I wouldn't be surprised if both of them have 30 points. And in order to do so, I think Matt Ryan, at least those two or three. All right, last but not least, we have Trey Lance or the GOAT, Tom Brady. Oh, and Tom Brady. Trey Lance, I don't know. I'm still, you know, still TBD. I, you know, he ran the ball a little bit, about 13 carries or so. I think. The offense is still, you know, expanding, and they're going to expound on what they do week to week. But I just think Tom Brady is just already in playoff mode. So I like uh, his matchup considerably better. So that concludes our Rapid Fire 10. Rapid Fire 10. All right, so let's get into the main part of the show. We're going to run through your matchups for the week starting with Thursday's matchup. And I know by the time you actually hear this, Thursday will have already aired, but we're still going to give our opinions on that game anyway. So we have the Chargers. They're going to be matching up against the Chiefs. I see fireworks. What say you? I definitely see fireworks. Um, As far as fantasy goes, I think if you're looking for some guys, I mean, with the uh, Keenan Allen being able to um, be in sit, uh, I know a lot of people are going to be on the Mike Williams uh, for this game. But I do like uh, Palmer. I think Joshua Palmer should definitely be a look for you, maybe in a flex. If you're down and out looking for a receiver, uh, if you're playing daily fantasy, this would be a guy to look for. Also, he seemed to have a rapport with the uh, the kid Carter. So those are two. And also Everett, the tight end. Yeah, the, I wasn't even on DeAndre Carter, but he right. was good. And, the, and also the tight end Everett. You know what I mean? I think these are some guys that's going to be some guys to look forward to in this game as a matchup. Of course, you go with the big guns on the other side. There's no favorite receiver, it seems, besides Kelsey. Look like Mahomes is going to spread that thing around a good bit. So this is going to be a good matchup. I, I, I really want to see Mahomes versus Mack and Bosa. It's going to be electrifying for sure. We have the Dolphins going up against the Ravens this week. The Dolphins are going to be in Baltimore. I kind of like the Ravens to somewhat expose the Dolphins to a certain extent. Um, They have the defense and the offense to be a tough matchup for anybody, uh, but especially on the road. And they look pretty good week one, but I think it's fool's goal. So I would be leery of Tua if you have another option. As far as the Ravens are concerned, I'm starting my guys. I'm starting, obviously, Lamar. I'm starting my tight end, Andrews, in a pinch you might get something out of likely this week i don't know that duvernay will ever have a game like he had week one i do like bait yeah they used uh demarcus robertson a fair amount too with that one i don't really have much other than those but i do think bateman is gonna have a really good game for whatever reason new england was able to get vertical on them quite a bit at matchups so i'm not really as scared as the dolphin secondary as i used to uh the one thing in this game i'm interested in seeing is these running backs um it seems that josh um dobbins has practiced i think in full today for the ravens it's probably going to dice up a little bit of the carries you see the like drake was the guy wait 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 wait. jk dobbins first name is josh no i said josh though <laughs> oh okay i did say josh okay, okay. i was about to say <laughs> Because I, I didn't know. I, I've just always called him J.K. Nah, I, I said like, Josh Damn, for some you reason. Put me up on nah, something. I did say that. But you know what? It very well could be. It could yeah. be. But with know? him coming back, I think it's going to maybe dice up a, more, a few more of those carries for the other guys. Look like Drake was the leader um, last week. It's going to be interesting to see him play against his old team. Probably have revenge on his mind. But that may have come to a halt now with Dobbins in the play. Um, you, you just play your Ravens as is. You know, the Lamars. The Andrews um, likely didn't quite went off last week. He may be a guy to watch as well. I would also not be drinking the Duvernay juice as well. We got to see about that. And as far as the Dolphins, I think you have you really have no choice but to fire up the guys that you got if you do have them. The Waddle, the Tariq Hill, he's he's a rocket in the bottle. So you, these guys, you play them as you if you have them. We have the Jets versus the Browns. I kind of like the Browns side of things. Not really sure if the Jets 
have a plan just yet. Flacco put up, I want to say he put up a decent amount of yards, but there weren't very many scores. So I, I don't like the quarterback. Therefore, I really don't like the wide receivers as far as the Jets are concerned. Right now, Carter and Hall are kind of like 1A, 1B, which means neither one of them are likely to go off. And you have to kind of hope that you can figure out which one may be the one to possibly get a score. I don't really like the Jets right now. The Browns players, if you're in a pinch and you have to start Brissett, it is what it is. He'll get you probably 14, 15 points. I like Cooper to score in this game and have a decent amount of yards. The running backs, you know, if if you got Chubb, it's not a consideration to sit him. I don't think Hunt is going to have the same type of game that he had in week one. Um, And I can see Chubb punching it in and having his week as far as being the the running back to get the touchdown. I don't like neither one of these teams. Uh, Fantasy-wise, of course, the guys that stand out is the Chubb and the Hunts. I think they both will get busy. We've seen both of them do well last week. And I think they're going to go back to how they played two years ago. When we seen both of them finish, I think, top 10. I think Hunt ended up like right at 10, and then Chubb was like – Maybe like six or something. He was, he, he was up there. Now, I want to say he was, he was, yeah. he was up there. Yeah, so I, I think we're in that kind of mode right now. Being that they do have the lack of quarterback play, this is what they're going to be doing. It's going to mm-hmm. be running the ball, and they're going to be doing a lot of dumps off to Kareem Hunt. As you can see, he's going to be catching the ball in the backfield. I like both of these guys. You should fire both of them up if you have them. If you, even if you have – hell, if you had Kareem Hunt as a handcuff, I probably would play him. I'd probably play them both. You know what I'm saying? To be honest with you. Right. Like, don't, don't hear what I'm not saying. I, I would play Hunt, but I wouldn't expect him to do this week what he did last I think week. he can. Only because. Only he because. Can. I mean, but I, I just wouldn't expect. Yeah, I think he definitely can score. Because it, it's so funny, right? A lot of times, Chubb, we know what kind of runner he is. He's one of the better yards of the contact kind of runners. But it's just funny. Like, as they get close to the end zone, they bring Hunt in the game. <laughs> if you notice that, like, well, see, like, <laughs> it makes sense though. But the reason why is because you remember when you were talking about the reason why the Patriots may use Stevenson right. a little bit more because the defense doesn't know what direction you're going to take. If Hunt's in the game, nine times out of ten, he's running the ball. I mean, excuse me, Chubb is in the game, nine times out of ten, gotcha. he's running the ball. If Hunt's in the game, he can run it right up the right. middle, or he can go out to the to the flats right. and catch the ball. So, so it's more leverage, more uh, versatility as far as what they can do. Okay, makes sense. We have the Washington Commanders going up against the Lions. I think the, this is a get right for the Lions. I do see both teams putting up fantasy points. The best thing I can say about the Lions at this point is no matter what their win-loss record ends up being, they're no longer a fantasy wasteland, if you will. If you got them, start them. St. Brown, start them. Swift, if he goes, start them. If Swift doesn't go, Jamal Williams, start him. Chark, I wasn't impressed with. He had a couple of balls that literally hit him in the hands and he just dropped. I, I wouldn't really, I'd give him a little bit more time to acclimate. Golf, start him. It, start him if you got him. Now, obviously, you don't start him over a better option if he's your backup, but I wouldn't be weary of what he's going to do. I think Gibson does well this game. I think he's going to surprise some folks this game. The Lions did give up a a good chunk of uh, yardage last week on the ground. Of course, this guy is naturally a receiver. So if you're in the PPR league, he can't catch the ball at the backfield. As far as a deeper flex plays, I do like Dotson as well in this game. It just seemed like him and Wentz has a, a really good rapport that everybody was talking about in camp. It looked like it has trickled over into the season, even though early on. It seemed like he, has a, he it seemed like he had a better rapport with Dotson than he does Terry. But it's, it's funny. You just But you play him as well. I think you play, if you have these guys, if you have Sammy on the deep flex as well, I think you play him as well. And I will play Wentz at quarterback. If you have him in a two-quarterback league, I think he'd be a good option. But I'm with you, man. Just fire these guys. I think it's going to be a, a nice scoring game. I think it's going to be a lot of touchdowns in this game. Absolutely. We have the Colts going up against the Jaguars. I can see a little bit more of the same. I think this will be a higher scoring game. It's in Jacksonville, so maybe the you know Jags will be a little bit more comfortable uh, in another weekend, getting it a little bit more versed in the new offense. I kind of see this being a tit-for-tat type of a game. I think the Colts come out on top, and I think you know if you have your Matt Ryans, obviously if you have JT, even if you have Hines, especially in PPR, um, you, you fire up those guys. Pittman is a stud. You're going to be able to ride him all season, especially with uh, Alec Pierce possibly being out due to concussion. We'll see how that goes, but they really don't have very much behind him. I can even see them making a phone call to T.Y. Hilton at some point in time in the near future if the 
wide receivers behind these guys don't make a little bit more noise. Yeah, this matchup I'm very uh, high on. I think this, like I said, I think it might be close to a 55, 60 point game. I think it's gonna, like you said, go back and forth. Honestly, I'm I'm on the train with Christian Kirk now. Like I think he's gonna do really well in this matchup. They just have a great connection with one another. I think it's going to really show. And I think ETN should be poised to have a nice game, especially uh, receiving with everything considered. Uh, Marvin Jones haven't done uh, as much in the offense, but I'm not looking at anybody past Kirk as well as ETN and obviously James Robinson to get it done. And I think, honestly, Trevor Lawrence might score one uh, in a fairly competitive game. Yeah, real quick, sneakily, man. Um, pay attention. You know, Matt Ryan threw the ball fifty times last week. So, <laughs> yeah, this is supposed to be a run first team. Um, that great offensive line. Seems a lot. He threw man. it fifty times. So that's something to definitely monitor there. So with, do with you will with that information and going against the Jags defense again. Pittman. If you're playing DFS, combine the two. Play Matt Ryan and play Pittman, and then do the rest of your lineup. But that's a nice combination to start off with. Especially with Matt Ryan not costing quite as much as a lot of the quarterbacks out there in DFS. Yeah, Buccaneers going up against the Saints, and they're going to be in New Orleans. Fire up Evans for sure. Fire up Julio. Brady, if you got him, obviously he's your guy. I, I highly doubt you have him as a backup unless you did something way wrong. And Well, no, I can't say that. If it's a super flex, then maybe you it would have made sense that you got him and somebody else. The Saints, I, I can see this being sort of similar to the game that the Buccaneers played last week. I can see the uh, around the same amount of points being scored. Two teams that are very familiar with each other. Two secondaries that can kind of slow down the others. But if you have them, you got to go with them. Mike Thomas, as long as he's healthy, you start him. As far as Chris Olave is concerned, I can see him possibly getting a bomb in this game. Landry is more the solid one that you can kind of depend on probably be using him a little bit more than the other two as far as volume is. Yeah, I agree totally, man. I definitely like Landry. He did lead the team in targets. I think they're going to try to take Michael Thomas away, the same as they did CeeDee Lamb. So he'll probably draw Carlton Davis, and they'll probably roll some coverage his way. Julio, man. Julio looks kind of good from what I've seen. He looked fresh. They clocked him at, what, over 20 miles an hour on that on that deep ball? And in practice, he was clocked as the fastest on the person on the team. So, <laughs> so, that, so there they go. The, you know what yeah. I'm saying? He definitely had another opportunity to catch a deep ball that kind of, you know, was a, a a ball that was thrown by Brady that only he can get to it, and he couldn't quite pull it in. But it seemed like they want to get vertical with this guy. And with the, the injury to, like, a Chris Godwin, he probably see a little more tick. And uh, I like Julio as well. But, again, I will monitor the Fournette thing. The hamstrings is tricky. He is going back to his own hometown of New Orleans. So he may be motivated a little bit, but um, just fight your guys as, as you know as normal in this game. I do want to temper my expectations for Winston in this game. I don't know. I think they're gonna get after him. Yeah, I can see I agree. him turn the ball over a good bit in this game. He's probably gonna be fired up going back to Tampa Bay, but that defense is for real. Right. Yeah, the Panthers going up against the Giants. This game is gonna be interesting because the Giants showed me quite a bit in Week One. I'm kind of liking the Giants offense right now. I'm liking what the new coach, Brian Dabble, is bringing to the table. And with the Panthers, I think that they're going to have an opportunity to put up some points as well. It'll be a good back and forth. I see the Giants coming out on top. But in this particular game, if I have Robbie Anderson or if I have DJ Moore, I'm starting those guys. Obviously, you're starting CMC. You're starting Barkley. I liked what I saw out of Shepard. It looks like um, he went from being on the chopping block to being one of the coach's favorites. So I want to say Tony had an injury as well. So we'll see how that kind of works out. As far as Tony is concerned, he may not be there to get any of the volume. But those are the guys that I would kind of look at in this matchup. I also, too, would look at Richie James. Um, that was somebody I think he had the most catches on the team. If with injuries right now to Wandell and possibly Tony, he just seemed to – him and Dane Jones are like BFFs for whatever reason. I think he had like five or six catches uh, in that game alone. And I think, honestly, even going against the Stout uh, Panthers, uh, Barkley, to me, is still a full go. Like, this is him back in, you know, his rookie year, his sophomore year. Everything's there, and he's in the right offense to kind of exploit his skill set as a receiver out the backfield. Uh, Stout Panthers, you see what the Cleveland Browns did to them boys? Oh, man. Barkley, 200 yards rushing, man. He going to kill his boy Sunday. Like, <laughs> if you're playing DFS, man, you definitely need to play Saquon. I mean, like, he should run a mud hole through these boys from seeing what they gave up to Chubb and Hunt. So, definitely love Saquon in this game. 
You have the Steelers going up against the Patriots. This is going to be in Pittsburgh. I honestly don't want to play anybody in this game, and I'm then talking about this matchup. Uh, <laughs> man, yeah, this is ugly. But uh, DFS. Oh, I'll play Pittsburgh defense. It, it, yeah, I'll play Pittsburgh defense. I'll play Patriots. I don't even know about Pittsburgh defense now. With they're going to be a different team without TJ Watt on the field for sure. And I think but Minka with. You got to think they brought in Miles Jack, so they had additional linebackers there. And with Tomlin and Flores being the two people with their hands on the defense, I- I'm not really worried about TJ. Not uh, I mean, but this is a what top three defensive lineman in the league we got. Um, so I, I mean, agree. We, I, I, it, I they, they're gonna be a different team. I'm sorry. Like, shout out to Miles Jack. I, I don't think there'll be a different team. And the rest of those guys. I mean, this team is just not a good. It's just a poor team they're going against. But if you're playing in DFS and you want to play a tricky play, I will go with Damian Harris. Because, you know, these Patriots, mm-hmm. okay. the, the, these the same Patriots team, I mean, the same Steelers team gave up 100, I want to say 140-some yards a game last year rushing. So they was poor against the run last year. It's pretty much the same team. Of course, you know, Miles Jack is added like that. But he'll be a tricky play. Nobody's going to play him. He's going to be low-owned. I think he's like 6,000 on FanDuel. And, it is, you know, there's been all the talk about Ramon Stevenson, all that, Ramondre Stevenson. This would be a game that Belichick, Belichick giving the ball 25 times and he had two touchdowns. And then next week he won't play. So <laughs> this would be the game. It would be a game like this where they probably will just run the ball a ton. That's a, that's a, one of my sneaky players for the week. I actually like Pittsburgh's defense. You can't replace Watt. Definitely can. But everybody else is all pro at that linebacker position from Devin Bush to Miles Jackson, even – Alex uh, Heisman, I think he almost had double-digit uh, tackles. Um, so I think that's going to be a fairly good matchup to see strength versus strength. I think, honestly, it might be a good game for these tight ends looking at Fire Move and Hunter Henry to possibly score in this matchup. It's going to be extremely physical left and right, but if somebody has to kind of differentiate from the two, I think Hunter Henry can get into the red zone this weekend. I'll say this. Myers is going to do what he does. He's going to put up double digits every week. They will they will throw the ball to him. It's almost impossible for him not to get five catches with 50 yards. So in PPR, like Myers is going to be steady Eddie. That 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 that'd be the only receiver that I would depend on as far as the Patriots are concerned. You have the Falcons going up against the Rams. And in that matchup, um, start your Rams. I don't know that Patterson is going to like going up against, you know, the best defensive player in the league. I can see Donald wrecking shot for the Falcons. Real quick. Obviously, you start. I know you said play your Rams, but I know a lot of listeners are going to have this question in mind. Do they play Allen Robinson is the question. That's the question where everybody really wants to Yep, I would. And and only because this is the defense that you can actually acclimate a new wide receiver into. So if you have better options, steadier options, don't hear what I'm not. He may draw AJ. He may draw AJ Terrell now. If he draws them, it won't be on every play. It won't be on close to every play. But at some point, you got to get him involved. This might be the week to kind of get him a few more targets. Um, I think they're going to plan to give him targets. So it'll be scripted. I wouldn't sit him based on what he did week one. I'll put it that way. But if you do have better options, let's say in the tier of a Brandon Cooks who has guaranteed volume, I'll go with that guarantee over him. If you have someone who has guaranteed volume, go with that guy over the guy that you're hoping gets the volume. But I wouldn't necessarily shy away from Robinson if he is one of your only options. Yeah, I definitely think you play Henderson. If you're playing DFS, FanDuel, $6,200. I think he's going to follow the end zone this week. McVay tends to give running backs a good bit of volume, his running backs. So I think that's also another good play of mine. Man, Cooper Cup, this may be a 200-yard game (laughs) for him. For real, for real. Yeah, in all honesty. And I think we'll see a better Kyle Pitts this game than we seen last game. You know, he had had New Orleans. He missed him on a couple plays. He had Tyron Matthew drive him crazy a little bit. But I think we'll see a better Kyle Pitts this game. But I actually think Cordero may do okay. I'm, I'm kind of drinking the running back juice. I don't think it can sustain. Uh, Joe talked about that last last show. I don't think it can sustain throughout the year. But while he's fresh and early in the year, man, it definitely fire him up. We have the Seahawks at the 49ers. We'll see what the Seahawks actually are, and we'll see what the 49ers actually are. I'm leery of most Seahawks, 
but I will fire up DK. That's about the only one that I have faith in as far as the Seahawks are concerned. My 49ers, um, I, I don't know what the status of Kittle is going to be. Definitely firing up Debo. If you have Joe Wilson as an option, fire him up. If you don't have better options at running back, but the 49ers running game is what it is, no matter who the starter is. It just depends on who gets the volume as far as I'm concerned. I think Kittle's going to play. Um, he didn't practice at all today. It's not looking good for him, I think, Sunday. So he could very well sit. I mean, I'd probably watch all the way up to the uh, to the game kickoff, but I probably wouldn't be comfortable with playing him as you know, if I could find another option, uh, one of those deeper options, even an Everett, a guy like that, that, you know, you may have on your bench or free agency, I'd probably feel more comfortable playing that tight end. I definitely like Jeff Wilson. If you're in a deep, 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 deep league flex, look at the guy Mason, the rookie. He was activated last week. He's now should be the number two guy, so he could very well get some carries. They already said he's going to ride the hot hand. If he happens to break a couple, he may see a little more love. But Debo as well, I think Debo see a lot more rushes as well this game. So I don't think Debo will be game playing much as a receiver in quotations i think he'd be more of a running back this game so if you love that then definitely debo samuels is um a guy that, that's gonna probably get off as well this game not a fan of any seattle seahawks offensively to be honest with you Bengals at cowboys start your Bengals. they are going to show you this week what they should have shown you for the full game last week and the fantasy points that they ended up with far exceeded what we kind of thought they were going to be based on the first half I really think the Bengals are going to put it together this week. The Cowboys, they have a decent defense, but their offense is going to leave that defense on the field a whole lot. I can see the Bengals putting up quite a bit of points. I can see the Cowboys being somewhere around 10 points. If that, good luck figuring out who that touchdown is going to go to. Maybe Zeke, maybe CD, maybe Schultz, maybe Pollard, but they aren't going to score very much. Man, uh, Jamar Chase, probably another 200-yard game. <laughs> Yo, this is going to be crazy yeah, because, right. I mean, going against Trayvon, he gonna dog Diggs. The way Diggs play defense, he play corner. He takes a lot of chances, a lot of gambles. He don't play on top of receivers. He play under receivers. And boy, that's something you don't want to do against this dude. He gonna double move you to death. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's this is gonna be 200 yards, man. Don't don't be surprised if we get 200 yards receiving this game. I'm telling you, like literally, he definitely can get some more targets. We'll see what happened with uh, T Higgins if he plays. I think even Boyd was banged up a little bit as well. So that's also something monster as well. So a guy like Chase can, he should definitely see double-digit targets this game. Definitely fight up all your Bengals. Not a fan of any Cowboys. Hell, fight up the Bengals defense. If you have a defense that you're streaming for the week, this is a good week to stream them. Going against Cooper Rush, I like that defense. DFS, uh, also in my fantasy league, I have them as a streamer. What you think, Joe? If I was to get a little bit different, I, I definitely want to have a, all every part of Schultz going into this weekend. I think he's like the one constant on this offense that's going to have to be asked to continue to do what he does vertically as far as the offense and as much as we might not want to think i think this is a good game for zeke i think it's a good move for him to catch five or six passes out of the backfield and really kind of impose a game that's going to be keep away if they want to do anything to stay remotely close it's just to keep the positions away from burrow and chase so i think this is a good week for zeke too we have the texans going out to denver i love cooks in this game and that's about it as far as the texans are concerned <laughs> the broncos i'm weirded out right now by the broncos because they use like four different tight ends they barely threw the ball to any wide receivers at all in the fourth quarter i just i'm confused on what this offense is at the moment i'm confident in williams i liked his usage you see him having a great game against the texans but as far as the wide receivers are concerned i don't have supreme confidence in Sutton or Judy, but I do believe one of the two of them is going to go off. I just don't know. I can't put a finger on which one. As far as the Texans, man, um, I know you say you don't like any of these guys, but I like OJ Howard. I know he. No, I like Cooks. I, okay, I like OJ Howard. I mean, like I said, the Broncos gave up uh, two touchdowns last week to the tight end position, and I mean he's coming in and they're looking for him. Uh, I mean, besides Cooks, he's one of the the, the other options. I mean, they said he's going to try to get Nico Collins involved a little bit more, but um, I kind of like OJ Howard this game. I'm still skeptical about the Damian Pierce project because it seemed like Burkhead played seventy percent of snaps last week. They said they want to yeah, get him more was, involved, but it's a wait and see approach. With that I love what I seen from Javonta. Joe Javonta looks like this dude look real. He caught um, like nine or ten passes. He caught eleven balls last week, like <laughs> off twelve targets. You know what I'm saying? But him running the ball, this dude looks good. Um, I know he had the fumble, 
that's kind of like messes night up a little bit. But if you look at the way this dude runs the ball, he looks fresh. He looks ready to go. They just need to get this man the keys, man. Just let him go. Like he is, he is ready, ready. Like the time is now. And I think I really think it's heading in that direction, honestly. I, I next year for one hundred percent. But as you can see, you look at the splits. I mean, we, we you know we got a little wager on that. Melvin Gordon is still in the way. He's <laughs> he's still there. He's still like, hey, you don't don't forget about me. You know he had twelve carries, right? Javon, yeah, that's a nice had seven carries. You see what I'm saying? So he had more carries than him, which is weird because if you watch the game, this boy looks strong running the ball, man. And Joe yeah, knows this because he, he a numbers guy. Like yards at the contact, this dude won the top, <sighs> if not the top. Like him right. and Chubb got to be like top three. You know what I mean? So I just don't understand what 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 they're seeing. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> this boy, he 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 ready to pop now. Like the time is now. So I think he I think he really have a big game, and maybe a big game will make them make their mind up a little quicker. Yeah, the Cardinals going to Las Vegas. I love love Las Vegas this week. What they're going to be able to maximize against that defense is pretty much everything that they want to do. Whatever direction they choose to go in, whether they choose to you know make it balance and have your run pass about equal, or I believe they're going to bomb that ball out there over their heads. I love Waller. I love Adams. Renfro, like the, that 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 trio is going to be awesome this week. I I don't know if Jacobs will kind of show improve just because I think they're going to be throwing the ball quite a bit more than than they're going to run it. Although they could run it against this Cardinals defense, we saw with the Cardinals last week, even though they were in pass mode, it still didn't produce very many. Although they were behind, and you would think being behind so early would produce points, it didn't. So we'll have to see how that kind of works itself out. But I love the Raiders. Yeah, man, that's definitely going to be interesting. Uh, you speak of, it seemed like this could be a game for Derek Carr. You would think they're slinging around. But he only had 37 pass attempts last week. But the crazy thing about it, in those 37 pass attempts, uh, Devonta had like 17 targets. <laughs> that's terrible. So, so, yeah. oh, they're going to so, force uh, a touchdown to him. Look for a 200 yard game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think he'll have a big game. He definitely catch a touchdown. But with the with with the, uh, with the Cardinals defense, man, I'm with you on this. Uh, I think this is also a good game for Waller. I will hope they pass around a little bit more. Maybe they need to speed it up the clock a little bit. Maybe they they running plays a little too slow, and that's what it is. Why they're not getting enough plays out? Because if you only well, one of the things we take into consideration is the Cardinals tend to run the most plays in the mm -hmm. NFL. So that's going to kind of make that back because and forth a little bit. Like I just said, right? Treatment. Like Carr threw about thirty-seven times. So you'd be like, okay, well, maybe Jacobs, he only run the ball 10 times. So, I mean, hell, we just talked about Ryan having 50 pass attempts. And we know right. uh, Jonathan Taylor, he got his 31 carries. So how many fucking plays are they running? If this man threw the ball 50 times <laughs> and, and Jonathan Taylor had 30 carries, that's 80, that's 80, that's 80 snaps. And Carr only having 37 pass attempts? Like, help me figure it out. Like, I'm confused. So yeah. I think they're getting out the huddle a little too slow. They're just not, you know, getting in, getting to their place. So hopefully they can speed up a little bit and, and Carr could be a gem. I mean, you see what Mahomes did to them boys. So this could be a game. Right. That far. Yeah. Honestly, I'm on the same boat with everybody. As far as the Cardinals, I think this might be a, a good position for Hollywood to get more involved in the offense. I think he can finally get five or six catches uh, in this game going against something, somebody like the Raiders. I don't have no faith in Murray. I <laughs> Um. Anyway, but yeah, that's just that's my take. I, I think uh, Hollywood can be fairly productive this game. So real quick, and this could be a question both of you guys. Besides Hollywood, who should um guys depend on if they have these guys? Would you depend on the AJ Green or maybe a Dorch, who we seen like he took a step up as well last week as far as the the chemistry with uh Kyler Murray? So how do you feel about Dorch? I like Dorch as long as uh Rondell is out. Uh, to your point, he's going to be uh, featured a lot of his offense. He killed the preseason. Like, he was having five or six passes a week, him and Isabella during preseason. So, I think that the hot hand still is with Dorch. I think you got, you want to sign there. You have the Bears going to Green Bay. And I think this is my surprise of the week. I think the Bears are going to go into Green Bay and beat the Packers. I like A.J. Dillon, and that's about it as far as Green Bay is concerned. The Bears – 
I do like David Montgomery. He had a substantial amount of carries last week in comparison to Herbert, although Herbert ended up with a touchdown. Um, he had, I want to say, like I want to say like 17 carries or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. So I do think they're going to be utilizing him quite a bit. This is going to be a close game, so I don't think it's going to go past heavy as far as Chicago is concerned. David Montgomery will be an integral part of this game from start to finish. And I think they're going to eke out the win against Green Bay. If you have Aaron Rodgers on your team, you got to do what you got to do. But I, I really don't like this team this year. A.J. Dillon is going to get into the end zone, I feel. But he's the only guy that I have any true confidence in. One last thing. If Alan Lazard comes back, which I think he may, he may be the only wide receiver that I'll say, you know, if you got him and you, you have a, a flex spot or something like that, maybe I'll throw him in there just because he had a, a quite a bit of chemistry end of last year with him and Roger. No, I'm with you all the way on this game. Um, the last time these guys played each other, which was last year, um, Lazard did catch a touchdown that game. Rogers had four touchdown passes, but of course, two of those was Devontae, who's not on the team anymore. The team looks right. totally different <laughs> right. with him on, on the field. So I do love A.J. Dillon this game, but I do think Aaron Jones is also a good option. I mean, we, we may see him more implemented more in the passing game. They got to find a way to get this offense rolling because depending on Dobbs and and Sammy Watkins and old man Cobb and like it's just not gonna work. So Aaron Jones can very well be probably the best pass catch on the team right now. Yeah. Shit. So <laughs> they gotta find a way to get this dude the, the yeah, ball. That's true. Man. Like, that's so true. I think the two headed guys at that backfield will definitely be the guy that you want to roster. Yeah play. If you got Aaron Rodgers man, I feel for you. Because he you know Facts. he was in the rapid fire ten thing where you do you really have to ask yourself, do I play like a Matt Ryan or do I play Aaron Rodgers? And it looks like you might want to play Matt Remember, Ryan. Remember, <laughs> I told y'all this is going to happen. And y'all told me it wasn't about <clears throat> the wide receivers. It was about Aaron Rodgers. And I told y'all well, this is going to happen. He also just – It is. Another, another guy we didn't speak on, but I do like he's getting another pass catcher back. Robert Tanyan, he played a little bit last week, but he's off the ACL injury. But Right. I think this could be a game where you see maybe a Robert Tyan, you know, do a little more because he's a guy that he actually, you know, Roger's all about trust. If he don't trust you. Right. That's why I think Lazard has a chance. Yeah. To, to so I think Tyan, you know, having another uh, game under his belt, playing a little more snaps can be also beneficial. But I still believe in Rogers. I really don't want nobody on this team to be honest with you, boss, as far as fantasy. <laughs> like, I get, you definitely got to go with Fields because, you know, he has the, the legs. Right. I don't want Montgomery and I don't want Herbert. Not against his defense. Last couple matchups, we have the Titans versus Bills and the Vikings versus the Eagles. Both matchups will be on Monday. That'll be interesting. We'll have a couple of matchups on Monday. But as far as Titans versus Bills is concerned, I kind of like both teams um, as far as offense is concerned. Tannehill is going to have to throw the ball a ton. Henry's going to have to do what he does. I like Phillip. Seems to be the guy that they are kind of favoring, which is surprising to me. Hey, Joe, you there? Yeah. Joe, are you there? Well, <laughs> I don't know if Joe's there. I just want to know if he's present. Did he, did he clock out on us? Because, you know, <laughs> you already know my boy, Kyle Phillips. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Compare him to Zeus. You know what I'm saying? He led the Titans in catches last week. He led the Titans in catches last week. I say he led the Titans in catches last week. Yeah. 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 I, I like him in yeah. this game for sure. I, I don't I don't know. I mean, he's that's all they got. They don't have Robert Woods. Robert Woods didn't really play effective. I would think that he would. I think it it, it has to go back to him. And honestly, Dontro Hilliard also, uh, who caught four passes to be more involved in the matchup something, uh, to this extent. But obviously, um, we talking about players, of course. I think Stefan Diggs, aka you got me fucked up. Uh he's gonna have a crazy <laughs> game. He's gonna go right back to it. And I also Gabriel Davis. Bills. I, I for me, the Bills are starting if you got them. Um I would not start James Cook. Um yeah, that, it's a carousel, fashion. but if you got any of those carousel guys, I mean Singletary's the guy to have. See, it, yeah, there you if, go. You, if you there must you play now as far as you Vikings, must play one. You know, he's the guy. But Josh Allen, man, can't y'all see like how the game has slowed down for him? Like, right. He, you could tell like yeah. he's having yeah, fun now. He doesn't have to concentrate to know what yeah. to do next. He's he just definitely having to slow down for him. So it's gonna be a good game. Speaking of people who the game is slowed down for, Jalen Hurts 
it's going to be that dude. Like, like I, I really believe that this is going to be the year that he makes a lot of people eat their words. I love this matchup for both sides. I like both sides to put up big numbers. I can see this being one of the higher scoring games of the week. On the Viking side, Kirk Cousins, stardom, Dalvin Cook, stardom, Justin Jefferson, stardom. I think this will actually be a decent game for Irv Smith if they want to try to get him involved in this particular type of a setup. As far as the Eagles are concerned, we see what A.J. Brown is going to do for this offense. He came in and immediately took over. And I want to say in week one, he set the record for most yards for an Eagles wide receiver at 155. So yeah, they got a stud and they know what to do with him. They love to use Hertz on the goal line, which if you're in a league where you get four points for a passing touchdown and six for a rushing, it gives you an edge at quarterback. Um, I love this matchup on Monday night. And for me, I love the little, I would say dig, if you will, that I kind of like having guys that are going to be the last guys to show up to the party. So, you know, you're looking at your points and kind of panicking and trying to figure out how many points my guys should get, and what kind of danger you may be in. I like the psychological side of that. So if I have a guy that I think could or should start that's playing on a Monday and traditionally Monday night games are higher scoring games. Traditionally, Thursday night games are lower scoring games, unless you have juggernauts at all. That's just something else, another little nugget to think about. Jalen Hurts, man, we, I spoke on this many times before, even in the early earlier shows where he's not good in football-wise, but fantasy-wise, it's going to be gold. I mean, he again, the same. it's like a replay from last year where he didn't throw the ball well last year, but he finished, what, 10? Overall, it's the same shit again this year. No, I think he finished higher than that. I think he finished like fifth no, or sixth. No, he finished 10 overall, right? No, yeah. I don't know about that. What, what, yeah, I think he finished 10th overall last year. And that was with no arm. And we're seeing the same shit again where there's no arm, them legs. And it's funny because at Alabama and even at Oklahoma, he didn't run the ball as that. He, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like a Lamar Jackson coming out. It wasn't like these guys, like, you know he was going to run the ball. We all know he's athletic. But he's running the ball at a, a crazy pace now, like more than Josh Allen, more than Lamar. Like he had 17 carries last week. So I don't know if he can keep that up. That's the thing I'm concerned about. He didn't throw any touchdowns last week. And he was barely over 50% passing. So the arm is not there, even though A.J. had his 155 yards on 10 catches. That's cool. But the arm wasn't really there. He was getting everything with his legs. And it works. You score more points yeah. with your legs. It, it, so it I'll works take- as far as fantasy. It's not a good regular NFL good guy, but the Vikings, man, I think they continue. This offense looks like it's on a, on autopilot. You know what I'm saying? This 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 offense is a Tesla. You know what I'm saying? And um, right, right. Jefferson, man, this gonna be one on ones. This gonna be a good game. <laughs> that dude, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be one on ones for sure. For DFS, maybe a Devin Allen. I think he didn't have any snaps uh, last week. But this guy literally, I'm literally going to say it now. I think he, he and Tyreek go at the race. He, he might, I think, obviously, he's going to be faster than Tyreek. I just see it just a scenario where he just catches a ball for 70 yards and then, boom, he got 14 points in DFS. Did he get any snaps? Did he play any at all last week? No, he didn't get, he didn't get uh, burned uh, last week, but I'm quite sure for this matchup, he's going to be up. That about wraps up the week two preview. We'll be back to you on Tuesday with your waiver wire, your gold, and the week two review. Make sure that you either follow or subscribe so that way you can get the shows as soon as they come out. Sometimes it may come out a little earlier. Sometimes it may be a little bit later. We'll make sure, though, that you have your show out prior to waiver wire Wednesday and that you have your show available to you on Friday to get ready for the weekend. Hey, we're in the thick of it. Now is time to work. The draft is over. It's time to do the real work. The, the the nitty gritty grind of the season is about to start. And the people that grind it out from the beginning to the end are the ones that will win, not the ones that just start out flying high in the beginning. That being said, I hope you enjoyed week one. On to week two, win, lose, or draw. We out.